and welcome to the History of Georgia. I'm your host, Sarah, and this is episode 30, The Buffer State. In today's episode, we're going to begin the story of a tiny town settled between two rival powers. And as always, a warning that we do not have much information on this time and place. So we are relying on a handful of books written centuries ago and centuries after the events they describe. Just north of Georgia was a colony unprecedented in size and potential. It spanned a continent with a sparse population and all the potential in the world. To its south was a rival power, part of an empire known for its opulent wealth and prestige. The rivalry threatened both empires, and the northern one was preparing to expand. They built a fort, but when it burned down, a new settlement was planned. 21 people organized the move into the wilderness, guided by the motto, not for themselves, but for others. They planned to grow silk and avoided the radicalism that had so plagued their predecessors. They sought a land populated by the free, by ordinary people working in skilled trade to create items of value. Liberty and plenty, the promise soon drew 114 people, many of whom were debtors of fleeing to avoid prison. They were led by James Oglethorpe, and as they reached Charleston from England, they found the Carolinians welcoming and ready to give them all of the livestock they needed to begin their new lives. The Carolinians also furnished them with a few boats to explore the nearby rivers, which Oglethorpe used to find a beautiful new location. It sat on a bluff at the mouth of a large river, and he named it after the creek name for that river, Savannah. He cleared the land, built a fort, and negotiated with the local creek tribes to buy it. Soon, though, the settlement was struggling. It was hot enough in summer that an egg would nearly cook if cracked onto the sandy soil, and as Oglethorpe returned to promote the colony in England, he left Thomas Coston in charge. Coston soon showed his desire to fully control the colony by having his opponents whipped, by threatening juries, and forcing citizens to salute him as he entered and exited the courthouse. He embezzled what little public money there was and even imprisoned a political rival for three years. The economy floundered, and soon the only people willing to settle there were a handful of German and Scottish emigrants. Then, when things seemed their bleakest, the Spanish attacked. Okay, 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 wait, wait, wait. I think you're on the wrong podcast here, Sarah. <laughs> we're talking about the history of Georgia. No, no, this is the history of the country of Georgia. I mean, like, not the state. <laughs> I don't think that exists. It totally exists. <laughs> All right, everyone. That was Sarah from Rejects and Revolutionaries, an American history podcast. <laughs> Who I invited here today for the show. 
Welcome, Sarah. I may have missed. <laughs> Hello, Roberto. I may have misunderstood your invitation a little bit. Yeah, you were here to talk about Georgia, and I was like expecting, you know, something fun. You said, "Yeah, I know all about the history of Georgia," and I didn't expect it to be the state. I should have assumed from the American History podcast byline. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's such a pleasure having you here because it would have been impossible to do a crossover with you regardless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what to say now that I've so embarrassed myself. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, oh, no. It is, it's fun to be here. That was, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> It was so much fun. Now, for everyone who's here, I d we do have some questions to ask each other about the history of the country of and state of Georgia. So, are you ready to answer these, Sarah? I am indeed. Okay. So, question one. Which Georgia's tallest mountain is named for a word for scale? Why, I do believe that would be Georgia. I'm kidding. I do believe, um, to quote the Dollhouse episode in a very, well, I probably shouldn't. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the world may never That's know. The one south of Russia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Okay, which Georgia's capital city is named for the nearest ocean? That would again be Georgia. No, that's uh, Atlanta uh, in correct. the state of Georgia. That is correct. Which Georgia's capital city is surrounded by cities named Rome, Athens? That again would be the state of Georgia. They, uh, yeah, there's a lot of. I don't exactly know why, but there are a lot of um, places down there named after ancient Greek and Roman cities. Memphis, mm -hmm. Thermopolis. <laughs> well, I, I do think the Americans have a very huge tendency to really like Roman and Greek history for some reason. Yeah, I think, yeah, I definitely think we do. And yeah, I know mm -hmm. a lot of people get interested in history with them. Um, with that sort of era. I was definitely yeah, so, into mythology as a kid. Oh yeah, no, same here. Like I liked Greek mythology way before I liked history. So that was Yeah. For me it was fun. Because it was like, oh wow, this is so mm -hmm. cool. Here's all the old superheroes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Now here's the questions that I wrote. Which Georgia's Perfect. mountain range is older? Oh, that is actually, that's a hard one. And I, I am going to guess the Appalachians because I know they're notoriously old, but that is by American standards. <laughs> it is older than the, the, the Caucasus Mountains. Excellent. Okay. So here's another question. Which Georgia's capital city was raided and burned down during a war? Well, I would 
believe it was both. I know at the very least it is, you know, the uh, state of Georgia because I had ancestors there at the time. But, uh, you know, I, I would be very surprised if that hasn't happened to Tbilisi at some point or other. And you are correct. It was a trick question. It is both. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> 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 I, I put that in there to like mess up people. It's like, all right, wait, which one was it? It was Tbilisi never burned down? No. Yeah, Tbilisi exactly. had all of their Tbilisi. capitals burnt down. <laughs> <laughs> wait, Tbilisi's really old and really close to a lot of, you know, big imperial powers to uh to to not have been burned down ever. Well, it's 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 crazy because you know, in this last episode, episode 29, we just found a Tbilisi for the first time. I know. I know. It's amazing. I know. I was so excited to write that part in. I'm like, yes, finally. <laughs> oh. And of course, two more questions. Which Georgia okay. is known for having the oldest wine production in the world? Uh, that is clearly the state of Georgia, the home of the Muscadine grape. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It is. We all know it's. Well, as I will always say, it is <laughs> Sucret Velo. And as every Georgian would proudly say, it is us. <laughs> but, you know, if you want to get under a Georgian skin, you can always tell them, oh, yeah, it was Armenia. <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's that rivalry, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was Armenia until evidence to the contrary showed up. That's interesting. Um, that that's actually quite interesting. You know, yeah, I think it was like a few years ago when it was like actually there's one there's a there's great pips that we found that are a few thousand years older than the ones found in Armenia, and we're like, whoa! So it is Georgia. And the Georgians were like, take that Armenia. <laughs> I've been telling you all along, archaeology mm -hmm. yeah. just had to catch up to oral history. As they always does. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when they found that one ship Herodotus was talking about, and they're like, wow, he actually yeah. wasn't lying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, like, there have been times in American history where that had to happen, too. I know, like, mm -hmm. the cannibalism stories at Jamestown were just stories until a few years ago when they found the bodies and they're like oh that was real <laughs> or like i think when people were like oh yeah george washington doesn't actually have wooden teeth oh yeah <laughs> that would be painful <laughs> yeah just imagine like splintering your two your wooden teeth while you're eating <laughs> it's awful yeah Hello. What is. is what were his teeth? Do you do you know? Uh, it was a mixture of like ivory, like ivory and like antlers. Okay, that's better. And I saw on horrible histories where they used to use actual dead people's teeth, and I think I'd take wood before I'd take that because that is so gross. <laughs> it is very gross. But if you need teeth, but, I guess. <laughs> do you though? Do you really? I don't know. Like, don't do you know, need them that okay. much? <laughs> Antlers, I, mean, I, I have broken teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I broke I broke my teeth wrestling, so at this point I'm just like, eh, you know, it's oh. whatever. 
Yeah, high school is not a fun time. (laughs) Alrighty. And then one final question. Which Georgia is known for rebelling against their northern neighbors and still dislike them to this day? Well, I think you will find that was neither. They, you know, both have had consistently good relationships with the large and powerful countries to the north of them or sections of the country to the north of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. World history is um, noted to be a massively peaceful and almost boring subject, which is inspirational in a way, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard of a war happening in the last few hundred years. Like, no. things been calm ever since. America I haven't was founded, heard of a war happening since two thousand seven. Absolutely not. Nope. There's nothing happening in Georgia. It's just no. they're all just drinking wine and eating cheese bread. It's a fun time. Yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty accurate for the state of Georgia as well. No. <laughs> eating peaches maybe and drinking. beer and peaches but i mean cheese on bread is a universal it's and it's the most thing. delicious thing ever it is yeah well thank you for taking on this endeavor with me today i thought it was a bit of a, a fun time yeah this was fun and I'm, I'm glad we sort of freewheeled it you know my first excuse was you know, busy, 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 which I know you're not busy at all, but then I think it worked to just sit here and just talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, absolutely. It's the same thing for me. I was like, I'm busy, but I actually was busy. Uh, and then I was like, actually, let's just do it today because today is the last day before April Fool's is tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So no editing. We're just going to send it out as it is with the... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's up to you. It's up to you. Kind of, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'm, I may, I may edit some stuff out, but you know, just because <laughs> I, I, I am very um, picky about what goes out, unless it's like a three and a half hour long thing, like w- that will be coming out for our two year anniversary. Ooh. <laughs> That's exciting. It's a thing. It's, yeah, it'll be. It's a fun game. Um, so I'm going to end the recording. Perfect.